Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Weather's going to be nice until Saturday evening, and that's where the big question is. When's it going to start raining? How hard is it going to rain? How long is it going to rain? What are the winds going to be? We'll follow it for you, and like I was telling you earlier, all you got to do is go to www.com slash follow, www.com slash follow, and you'll get the breaking news alerts as they happen. You'll have the latest on the weather. You'll know sometimes before everybody else does. Um, what is uh, Governor Landry, his education committee, what are their recommendations when it comes to improving education in Louisiana? We're going to spend some time talking about that with Aaron Bendeley, Vice President for Policy and Strategy at the Pelican Institute. Good morning, Aaron. How are you? Good morning, Tommy. I'm doing well. And you? Good. Thank you. Um, tell me about the recommendations. So the Governor's Education Transition Council released its report, uh, which I think is a, is a strong set of recommendations, uh, recommending some continued work in four main areas. Um, first, it acknowledges that while there has been some recent improvement, which is always good news, our children remain far behind when you look at their peers across the country. And there are four main ways that this group um, recommended addressing that challenge. Number one, it recommended making continued improvements to our state's accountability system to make sure that that system, which is meant to communicate to parents, educators, and the general public about how we're doing, how students are making progress, and ultimately how our schools are performing, that system is overly complex. It's not necessarily easy to understand, nor does it have the types of incentives within it that drive the behavior and the outcomes we want to see. So that's the first thing is making some improvements to that system to make sure that it's more aligned to our goals for student achievement. Number two, the report recommended that we do more to attract, retain, and reward our quality teachers. We're still losing too many of our teachers uh, outside of the teaching profession, particularly new teachers that have been in our teaching in our schools for just a few years. We've got to do more to make teaching a respected, valued profession. Certainly that involves compensation, but a whole lot of other things to just make sure that they get the support that they need. Number three is expanding educational options and school choice for our kids, making sure that every individual kid's needs are met. We know kids are not the same. They require different strategies. And then fourth and finally, making sure that the state works in partnership with local governments to fund early childhood education, that it's not just a responsibility of the state. This has to be a shared priority um, and a focus on getting those parents that are receiving that assistance 
uh, from poverty into work and self-sufficiency. Let me let me go back to accountability, Aaron. Let's take them one at a time. How, how, what what is the current system? How do you even go about uh, evaluating? When you say accountability, I presume you're talking about evaluating teachers, schools, etc. Uh, the accountability system is really more about evaluating the performance of schools. Uh, so it's based in, in Which you can't large really part- do. Well, I was just going to say you can't really do that without looking at, because the school is just a brick building. You're talking about the performance of the teachers maybe once removed or something. Tell me about that. Take me through it. Absolutely. It certainly is a reflection on the work being done by the adults in the building to help students learn. And that ranges from the the classroom teacher all the way up to the principal and everyone in between. Um, And so that system is largely based on the measurement of student learning that we use every year. It's called the LEAP test that measures student achievement in English and reading, math, science, and social studies. Um, And that system... um, is, is meant to tell us two things. Where are students uh, at a moment in time? You know, if we were to administer that test today, how many kids are on grade level? Which ones are above? Which ones are below and struggling? And then the second thing that it's meant to tell us, but it doesn't really do a great job of this, in my opinion, is telling us how kids are making progress or, or whether they're uh, flat uh, performance, it's stagnant, or whether it's declining, that many people argue is even more important to know if kids are headed in the right direction and whether we need to make changes. And so that system, like I said, is very complex. It involves a system of there's a numerical score called a school performance score. There's also a letter grade attached to it. Uh, but many people argue, and I believe, uh, that we've got to get this uh, progress indicator right uh, because right now it doesn't really do a good job of measuring progress. Of and the then student, in the high Aaron? school, progress of the of student the, you're talking about, right? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, so on an individual kid basis, uh, we want to make sure that the school isn't just making progress overall, but particular groups of students, whether it's low income students or special ed students, uh, making sure that every kid is making progress. And then in the high school, Area, making sure that kids are making progress, particularly if they don't plan to go to a four-year university, how are we doing preparing them for the workforce with, with a trade, with a credential? So we've got to make some improvements in these key areas. How do you measure if a student is stagnant or improving or falling back? How, through what? How do you show that? Well, there, there are different ways of doing this, and uh, the State Board of Education actually convened a group of national testing experts to study this issue last year and found that states do it in many different ways. Uh, the way that Louisiana has done it has been a pretty complicated system. It, it's a two-step process. First, it looks at whether students are making progress year after year uh, based on growth toward a target, and that target is, is mastery in our state, which we call proficiency. And then, um, so if so, there are points that are given in the accountability system. But then if the answer is no to that question, then we go to a second pretty complicated step, which says, well, how is the child be, uh, performing relative to his or her uh, like peers? So, for example, comparing special ed students to special ed students, comparing low-income students to low-income students. And while it's good to have information on a relative measure, what we might lose in that process is that if everyone in that peer group um, is, uh, if their performance is flat and you do just as good as 
your peers that also have not grown, then we consider that as, well, you're doing okay. Well, that's not okay if everybody uh, has their performance, you know, declining uh, or, or everybody is flat. We want to make sure that every child in our state, particularly those that are behind grade level, that they're making progress every year. And the system needs to, to pinpoint those areas for us. That's based, the metric is the LEAP score to determine that or not, Aaron? It is. It, it is. It's, it's based on a system of largely those LEAP scores over time. Okay. Let me take a break. We'll pick it up here. We'll come back. We're talking to Aaron Bendeley. It's just everything when it comes to the state's future, right? The education of kids. Vice President for Policy and Strategy at the Pelican Institute. We're talking about Governor Landry's Education Committee releasing its recommendations and, and four key areas, accountability, teacher retention, if the student's needs are met, and early childhood education. We'll drill down a little bit further when we come back. Right now it's time for Traffic 720 on WWL. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 726, Tommy Tucker, WWL, talking about Governor Landry's Committee for Education, the reforms that they're talking about with Aaron Bendeley, Vice President for Policy and Strategy at the Pelican Institute. It's, it can get very complicated, especially when you're talking about accountability, right, Aaron, and, and things like that with evaluating students and accountability of the schools and, and grading schools. The grading of schools is based on uh, an accumulation of how all of the students grades match up for like stagnation or, or, or proceeding, et cetera, or improving, declining? That's right. Uh, you know, we believe that system can, can benefit some, from some simplifying, some streamlining and improvement so that, you know, when a, when a letter grade is attached to the performance of a school, that should roughly mean the same thing as what those grades mean when a kid brings home a report card or a graded test to their kids. I mean, an A is, is meant to symbolize exceptional performance. An F is meant to, uh, you know, to show that that performance was pretty low and then all the levels in between. Uh, the way that we grade schools should, should be just as easy for parents and certainly the public to understand so that they can take action where improvement is not being being made. So when it comes to teacher retention, what are other states doing that maybe Louisiana could learn from? I think there are a number of things, and this is an area where, you know, there, there's no silver bullet. There's no one thing. Certainly compensation is important. Uh, we want to make sure that teachers are fairly compensated for the work that they do and that that pay is competitive so we, we don't lose them outside of the teaching profession. But we also have to make sure 
uh, that we have other systems in place to support them. Certainly strong teacher preparation programs where they are trained in how to help kids make progress in reading and math, how to deal with classroom behavior issues, uh, that professional development that we know is needed throughout their careers, getting the support uh, of a strong principal who's uh, not only a good community um, you know, advocate, but a, a strong instructional leader who can help those teachers where they may be struggling. Um, another thing that this report points out is we have to make sure that we give not only competitive compensation, but a modern, um, you know, really flexible, portable retirement system. Uh, that's something that, uh, you know, a lot of people have said that that retirement system is just really antiquated. Uh, we need to make sure uh, that we modernize that uh, something maybe akin to a 401k or 403b. Um, and, and we need to make sure that we are recruiting our best and brightest, even from high schools, helping our high school students understand that teaching is a great career and, and doing more to make sure uh, that we help those students early on understand what those career options are. Any final thoughts, Erin? Uh, I'm, I'm optimistic about the future. Uh, I think this is a great report. It does a good job of putting forth some bold ideas to address some of our state's biggest challenges. I'll just say, finally, it's go time. Now's the time to make uh, some improvements in the things that we discussed and to expand options for kids. Uh, and I think we're going to get it done this year. And that was my next question. Is there the will to actually make some changes and do something differently? I'm hearing good things from lawmakers and certainly Governor Landry, so we're very encouraged by that. But I would, I would also just uh, encourage everyone to, to contact their lawmaker. Let them know that this is a top priority because we're going to have to educate our kids and, and create opportunity for them for our state to flourish. Thank you. I appreciate your time. Aaron Bendeley, Vice President for Policy Strategy at the Pelican Institute. When we come back, we'll talk to Larry Carter, President of the Louisiana Federation of Teachers. We'll get his views on Governor Landry's Education Committee's recommendations right now, 730. Time for WWL First News. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.